Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm a flag-waving, patriotic nephew of my Uncle Sam, a rough-riding, fighting Yankee man. I love mom and apple pie and the freedoms that we all enjoy. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and Truth Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, in Kansas, we are very fortunate to have a solid conservative voice fighting for us in the United States Senate. It's always a pleasure to have him join us on the show. With us now is Senator Roger Marshall. Doc, thank you uh, for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. John, I'm excited. We always have a great conversation. I know your listeners are going to enjoy it enjoy it a lot as well and how about wink hartman we appreciate him uh, sponsoring the show as well wink's another solid kansas conservative so that's great of him to help sponsor us i will uh, i'll make sure to let him know you said that although he listens so he probably just heard it but uh, thank you thank you as well for for praising my sponsors always a, a, a good nod for the sponsors um Doc, let me let me start by talking about the the push by your colleagues uh, for gun control. Your your colleague, I'm sure you guys are best buds. Your your colleague Cory Booker has said uh, that the Democrats are are just looking for bipartisanship, um, common sense gun legislation. You know, it, it doesn't seem like they're really pushing for much in the way of common sense because it just seems like they're targeting lawful gun owners. Um, I, I, I mean, it just seems like they, they're not doing anything about the criminals. They're just going after you know, lawful gun owners. Yeah, John, I'm all for bipartisanship, but don't tread on my constitutional rights. Uh, just like I've been fighting for freedom of speech and freedom of religion, I'm going to stand up for our Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is what protects the First Amendment. Um, I'm mourning with the with all the community from Uvalde, I and mean, there was just a horrible, horrible situation down there. Um, but I want to 
truly fix the problem. And at the same time, I cannot support anything that's going to threaten our Second Amendment. Uh, there are things we can do, and that's what I want to talk about. We're introducing legislation that would allow Kansas schools to use funding that's already out there for COVID relief that could be used to help make their schools safer. So the, I've been going to these schools now for four or five years. It's been several years since I was able to get into one without going through some type of a lock system and checking in. But there's other layers of security that they can add. They need some type of audio visual uh, at the front door. They need to be have panic buttons that would uh, make the inside safer. You can make each room more secure. You could use these monies for a resource officer, an armed resource officer. Maybe we'll use it for a mental health nurse. So there are things that we can do like that. You know, the biggest problems, you know, we went back and we asked uh, the congressional researchers to tell me, you know, look at the last 50 years, all the mass shootings, and there were several facts that were, that were very common. 172 mass shootings in the United States over the past 50 years. Two-thirds of the people had some type of mental health condition. 80% uh, of them were with uh, stolen guns. 80% were with handguns. But the mental health is another huge component we can we can work on. I've, I've tried to work on it, but these lockdowns, the COVID lockdowns that we had, have actually exacerbated this mental health epidemic we have going on now. You know, I saw that legislation you introduced, and the the key element here is that it's using untouched COVID nineteen funds. This is money that's just sitting out there, allocated for COVID nineteen that isn't being used. So it seems like it's a great resource that doesn't require us to just, you know, raise taxes or, or print more money we don't have. Exactly. Uh, there, there's literally millions of dollars sitting there. And I just want to expand the guardrails so our governor, so our state legislature could work with our local schools and, and to improve them. And if you don't mind, John, there's one other part that I think is the solution that no one's talking about. I think that America has drifted away from the values that you and I were raised on. There are 20 million children in America now without a father in their life. What is different between today and when my grandfather was alive and well and, and bought, he bought two 22 semi-automatic rifles from Montgomery Wars. We used to call it Monkey Wars. And yep. I happen to have yeah. that rifle, and I have... I mean, he bought one for my dad at the same time, and I think my dad was probably 14. It's kind of the rite of passage. When one of Marshall turns 14, dad buys us a rifle. That semi-automatic rifle holds 17 shells. My granddad could drive nails with it, literally. I can drive nails with it. It's a very lethal weapon. But mass shootings weren't occurring then. And so what's different then versus today? It's not that we have access to weapons. I think it's mental health, and I think it's a drift away from family values. And I think fathers in, law, in, in kids' lives is so important. God intended a mother and a father to raise these children. We each have different strengths, um, but I, I, that's what I think is different between today and when my dad was being raised. Well, Doc, I think another problem we have is we're not enforcing the laws that are on the books, and uh, a, a good example of this is, you know, right now we're seeing uh, you had an attempted assassination of Justice Kavanaugh this week. Oh and, and you know, the district attorney out there, even even uh, Merrick Garland won't enforce the law that won't allow that, that says protesters can't protest outside of justices homes. It's just it's that simple. And yet we're not even enforcing those laws right now, let alone let's try and pass new gun laws. Yeah, exactly. Can you can you imagine? So it, on the day that the Supreme Court justice life is threatened, not just a not just a verbal threat, but a person showed up in front of his house with with weapons, uh, with 
a whole a whole bunch of gear, and I don't remember all what he had. So that's that's what's what's really going on in the world. But instead, the Democrats want to put on the front page January sixth, which no one in Kansas has asked me about for over a year now. You know, I, I think that this is just this concept of this administration turning their head away from law and order. They've created a culture of lawlessness. They opened up the southern border. Uh, they defund the police. And now they're ignoring laws like this that, to keep our Supreme Court justices safe and sound as well. Certainly, again, the White House, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, their policy is one of lawlessness. And that's the number two concern of Kansas. Inflation is number one, but a lack of safety and security is the number two concern for Kansans. Uh, I obviously want to talk about inflation, but I, I, I did want to ask you one thing, and we're, and we're talking with Senator uh, Dr. Roger Marshall. I, I follow you on, on Twitter, Doc, and speaking of which, if folks want to follow you, your Twitter feed is at Roger Marshall MD. Um, you tweeted out something interesting this week about the caravan of illegal immigrants, and you pointed out that it's the one that's coming right now on its way to our southern border. You said that it's larger than your hometown. Um, CBP announced this week that they are encountering an average of 7,800 migrants a day at the border. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is moving forward with his plan to fire thousands of Border Patrol agents. It's it just over their, their COVID status, their VAC status. It's just... It seems like it's so counterintuitive, the policies that the administration is taking versus the, you know, what, what is good for our country when it comes to immigration. Yeah, John, Joe Biden wants this crisis at the border. And, and again, I just don't think Americans realize how badly he wants this. This is one more example. His actions would show that he wants it. I just recently made my fourth border trip down there. Our Border Patrol is doing an incredible job, but they're spending 80 percent of their time running a restaurant, running you know, showers and getting people uh, – they give them phones and, and, and health care, you know, the humane things that we should do. But they can't do their real job, which is keeping us safe. Um, like you said, 15,000 people in this particular caravan, my hometown of Great Bend, a little bit less of that. I grew up in El Dorado just around the corner from you. Again, a town smaller than that. And remember, for every apprehension, there's probably two gotaways as well. So I think it's, it's, it's very feasible that over 3 million people have came into this country illegally since Joe Biden uh, took, was sworn in. And guess what? That's the population of Kansas, John. Yeah. An entire population of Kansas has come into this country illegally. Uh, and as a threat to our safety and well-being, almost every day, 200 Americans die from fentanyl poisoning, and that's all on Joe Biden's back. You uh, you mentioned uh, inflation, and I think I think rightfully so. That is the primary issue that Americans are struggling with. I have to ask you about something your colleague Debbie Stabenow from Michigan said during a Senate Finance Committee hearing on Tuesday. Let me I want to play this for you. It, it, it's a head scratcher. I'm sure you've heard it. But in case my listeners haven't heard it, I, I wanted them to hear this to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. Doc, 
Uh, are your Democrat colleagues really that out of touch? I mean, electric vehicles, the cheapest ones are $60,000. That's your solution. Let's everybody buy an electric vehicle. I mean, yeah, e- exactly. And and Debbie Sabinow is actually a good friend. I, she's a good person. She kind of put her foot in her mouth, and I'm sure she regrets what she's talking about. But they should start calling them coal-powered cars <laughs> because that's the majority of the energy still in this country is coal-powered um, you recently, and these are not my stats, they're taken from uh, the, the AAA book, I think, that it's about 56 cents a mile for uh, internal combustion engines, 54 cents a mile for electric cars right now. And, and you're right, uh, there's not many Americans are going to afford a new car, let alone a $60,000 new car. Um, they're, they are out of touch. They're, and that's why so many people, working class Americans, are leaving the Democrat Party uh, in, in hordes that they they realize that people like Donald Trump, Roger Marshall are out there fighting for hardworking Americans rather than elitist. Um, it, it's just a sad day. Thursday, we mm-hmm. got the, the May inflation numbers and they were up yet again over last year. Prices are rising at the fastest pace in nearly 41 years. And And Joe Biden and your colleagues, they don't have any clue, any solutions to this, do they? Right. Um, inflation is a social injustice. It's a tax. It's a tax on hardworking Americans. It especially hurts uh, people that are on a social security check, living paycheck to paycheck, young working families living paycheck to paycheck. That's who inflation hurts the most. The average American family now, thanks to Joe Biden, is, is costing about 150 maybe $200 a week more to just live on, on the basic necessities of life. Uh, and there's no end in sight. That's the problem. I think that Inflation in this country started with Joe Biden's energy policies. That's why gas is so high. I've had the secretaries of energy, the secretary of the interior in front of me in the past couple of weeks, and I've asked him, will you take any responsibility for the high prices of gasoline because of your policies? And they both were looked looked me in the eye and said, oh, no, it's not our fault. None of these high prices are because of their policies. It's all Vladimir Putin's fault. It's COVID's fault. So that's my concern. You know, we've all made mistakes in our life. We made bad decisions or maybe not good decisions. We would correct. We, we attacked into the wind. But this administration is doubling down on their irrational policies already. Well, and, and their priority, I mean, we saw it just, you know, this week they started with their dog and pony show across the hall from you with the with the January 6th hearings. And yeah. I mean, granted, that's something we don't ever want to see again. But is that really what they think is the most important thing that's facing Americans is to is to put on a, a, a sham committee hearings rather than I mean, why are we doing holding hearings to try and fix inflation to f- fix the border crisis? That's what's important to folks, not what caused something on January 6th, two years ago. Right. Yeah. John, that's all they have. That's all they have to run on. There's nothing about their record that they could be proud of. You know, like they said, you can't. They can't talk about the economy. They can't talk about our safety and security. They can't talk about defending our constitutional rights. So this is all they've got. And I, I just, I was asked this, just beat up this week by the national media, and I had the same answer for every one of them: is no, I'm not going to watch it, <laughs> and I did not. And nobody in Kansas has asked me about January 6th. I would say for almost a year now. Uh, other than the press, it's in the past. Kansans and Americans are focused on today and the future. We're just trying to get by. We're trying to get enough gas in our car to get our kids to school, to go to work. 
and, and have enough money to feed our families as well. That's what Americans want to talk about. They want to know, what is Joe Biden doing to bring down the price of, price of groceries, the price of gasoline? And instead, what his policies are doing is creating. I talked to a group of grocers in my office earlier this week, and I said, do you see any end in sight? And they said no. And they're trying to buy groceries, you know, contracts three, six, nine months from now, and they say there's no end in sight. So I'm sorry, uh, but we need to buckle up. We're going to have to tighten our belts and try to get through until November. I know we got to let you run, Doc. Do you think you're going to get some relief in November? Do you think we're going to send you some reinforcements? You know, maybe Herschel Walker down in Georgia, Dr. Oz yeah. in Pennsylvania. You think uh, we get a red wave in the Senate? Oh, a red wave will be 53 or 54 of us. I wish I could say 60. So remember in the Senate, it takes 60 people to get anything done. But we can certainly halt Joe Biden's irresponsible governance. We can slow down his budget, slow down. Um, hopefully there won't be another Supreme Court justice nominee, but he'll have to come to the middle if there would be. I'm very optimistic that we're going to have a huge landslide in the House. The way the Senate map is is set up, you know, my I think the over under is around fifty three, and we'll take it. Yeah, uh, we, we will take it. But I hate to over promise. We'll do our best. We're going to keep <laughs> fighting for Kansas. We're going to be fighting for Kansas values. Well, Doc, we know you will. Again, if folks are interested, they can follow you on Twitter at Roger Marshall MD. And if they you know have information, they want to reach out to you. It's uh, Marshall.Senate.gov. Correct. You got it. Marshall.Senate.gov. We pride ourselves in trying to get everybody an answer, not, not the final answer, but communicate back within 24 hours with everybody, uh, 24 hours of a work day. So we appreciate their comments. Doc, I appreciate you. Carry on the fight, my friend. We, uh, we really need you there. We appreciate everything you're doing. Thanks, John. Have a great week. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, Austin Ruse, president of the Center for Family and Human Rights, will be with us to explain the consequences of the World Health Organization's new official guidelines that declare abortion a worldwide human right. I don't know where they came up with that, but I'm interested to find out. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. This Father's Day, find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard. From steel chainsaws and blowers to trimmers and edgers, our gas-powered equipment starts at just $149.99. Whether dad wants a hard-working tool for a project or a yard he can show off, find the gift he'll love to use. Visit our Father's Day gift guide at steelusa.com slash gift guide. All prices MSRP. Available participating dealers. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Ben Shapiro. The time when we tend to have the gun control conversation is when there is a school shooting, as opposed to, you know, the other 364 days of the year when lots and lots of people die from gun violence in the United States. The reason for that is because the idea is, when it comes to mass shootings, it could happen in your community, it could happen to anyone. The truth is, the vast majority of places in the United States where there is large-scale gun ownership do not have incidents like this. 
And there are lots of places that have serious gun control or there's a mass violence. We don't talk about gun control under those circumstances because the city disproves the case. Ben Shapiro, weeknights from 8 until 10 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Oh, I don't believe in accidents. Miracles, they don't just happen by chance. As long as my God holds the world in his hands, I know that there's no such thing as a Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A little theme song from the movie Unplanned. That's a, a appropriate intro for this next story. In March, the World Health Organization issued new guidelines calling on countries to remove all legal policy restrictions, all legal policy restrictions on abortion in line with the demands of the abortion industry. Uh, Yeah, like the World Health Organization has any place involving itself in that. The guidelines were drafted by a litany of pro-abortion groups from around the world and describe abortion as, quote, a human right, promoting it as an intervention with minimal risks to women. (laughs) We're not talking about the kids, just the women, of course. Uh, including self-care abortions without the oversight of health professionals. That that sounds nah, nothing problematic in that at all. Joining us now to tell us more about these new World Health Organization guidelines is Austin Ruse. He's the president of the Center of for Family and Human Rights and author of Under Siege, No Finer Time to Be a Faithful Catholic. Austin, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. So <laughs> I let, let's start with this, Austin. What, what prompted WHO into taking this action? Let, let's start there. Well, you know, uh, the, the, the larger U.N. family has always been keen to establish an international right to abortion. So uh, the World Health Organization has always been on this track. Uh, I mean, for for years and years. I mean, even their expansive definition of health that goes back to the Cairo conference uh, could include uh, abortion. So they've always been on this trajectory. I think that a lot of these recent developments at the international level, but also at the state level here in the United States, has an awful lot to do with the anticipation that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. Okay, that's what I think. There's been a there's been a flurry of activity over the last couple of years. You know, New York State a couple of years ago uh, codified Roe v. Wade and went much further. And as you mentioned, the World Health Organization recommending uh, uh, non-medical personnel uh, to be involved in abortions. Um, you know, New York State did that a couple of years ago. So, yeah, the, the, the constellation of forces uh, in pushing for this kind of thing, I think, has an awful lot to do with the fact that so much has changed here in the United States. Thanks to the pro-life movement. And you think uh, that now this is in part because of the possibility, likelihood that Roe is going to be overturned. But they're taking it 
I mean, so much further, the guidelines that they're yeah. that they've put in place call on countries, for example, to remove conscience protections for health workers who object to performing abortions or referring women for abortions. So essentially, they're forcing doctors to perform abortions on demand. That That's that's what the World Health Organization wants to do, essentially. Well, you know, and the funny thing is, I mean, the, the not funny haha, but uh, funny odd is that the World Health Organization is at odds with uh, the world uh, with the World Health Assembly, which is, you know, their parliament there, the, similar to the General Assembly. The General Assembly of the United Nations would never go along with something like this. There is a strong divide between the member states and what they want and agree to and what the U.N. agencies do all on their own. So if there was an up or down vote on any of this stuff in the General Assembly, it would lose. Uh, but the agencies do exactly what they want. And so what we see with the World Health Organization is them doing exactly what they want. Consider that the number two donor to the World Health Organization, second only to Germany, is Bill Gates. And he's a rabid pro, pro-abortion uh, person, him and his ex-wife. So, uh, so, so yeah, there, there's, this, there's this stark divide in the international community between what the governments want and, and what the agencies do and say. We're um, we're talking with Austin Ruse, president of the Center for Family and Human Rights. So in response to this, a, a bicameral letter was released on the eve of the WHO or the World Health uh, Assembly. Rather, this is a U.S. congressman. They condemned the World Health Organization's abortion guidelines as extreme and reckless. The letter was signed by 55 U.S. Senate and House members. It criticized the International Health Agency for promoting what they described as protocols that were trampling on sovereignty and infringing on conscience rights. My question, Austin, is, I mean, does the WHO have any ability to enforce any of this? I mean, can they enforce these mandates on, on sovereign nations? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the, the power of the World Health Organization is not that they can force governments to do this, but the fact that every government in the world has a, what's known as a health ministry. So, it, you know, a cabinet level position that sets health policy in their countries. So what this means is that the World Health Organization has, uh, you know, a, a, a lifeline right into every government in, in the world. And so this is the way that they get policy changed. They don't necessarily have to go the route of national legislation and, and, and bringing people to their side. They, they can withhold money. They, they can make threats. Uh, they can just simply issue guidelines and policies. And these health ministries are generally populated by people who agree with this already. So, so the World Health Organization is pushing on an open door. You know, one of the things that frustrates me here, the United States has contributed between 200 and $600 million annually over the past 10 years to the WHO budget. So essentially, U.S. taxpayer dollars are going to an organization that is now declaring abortion as a human right. I mean, even even Democrats, a plurality of Democrats do not support taxpayer funded abortion. That's right. And yet here we have taxpayer dollars going to an organization that now says it's a human right. 
Well, and this is in violation of federal law. There's this thing called the Silgender Amendment, which says that American money cannot go to organizations around the world that that promote uh, the, the change of abortion laws. And so I, I, I don't see any time soon that we're going to defund the World Health Organization. Why not? But technically speaking, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, because of the lineup of, you know, who we have in the Senate and who we have as president right now. Uh, you know, you could see pressure put on the World Health Organization if there was a President Trump, if there was a President DeSantis, uh, and hopefully that will happen sometime soon. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that right there gives you cause to vote red in November for sure. I guess the thing that frustrates me is, once again, we have an organization that's supposed to be unbiased, supposed to be promoting public health, and instead is weighing into you know, very radical policy positions that really isn't advocating for public health. And it's it just seems like it's a becoming an unfettered abortion on demand organization. You know, the public health sector in this country around the world has become almost entirely corrupt. Like most institutions in this country, I regret to say, including things like the FBI and the CIA, have been completely corrupted. Uh, by the left. And, and that's what we're seeing with the, with the World Health Organization. You know, the, the, they're, they're no longer really about what they're supposed to be doing, which is promoting health, but they're promoting an ideology. We saw this abundantly in, in, the, uh, in the COVID uh, pandemic. And, and that's another thing. It, it not, uh, se- several weeks ago, the Biden administration proposed uh, 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 policies of the World Health Organization that right. would turn over a part of uh, the American healthcare sector to the World Health Organization. This has been put on hold. Thank goodness there was a lot of pressure put on them. But, uh, but yeah, the public health sector in this country and around the world has become profoundly left-wing political and therefore corrupt. Austin, if folks want to read some, I know you've written about this extensively. They can find information about you, some of the articles you've written at thecatholicthing.org, correct? Uh, I write every other week. I used to write for the Catholic thing years ago. I, I write for Crisis Magazine every other week. Uh, so if people go to uh, crisismag.org crisis or Google Crisis Magazine, uh, my stuff will, will pop up. Um, I publish a bunch of books. My organization has a website, c-fam.org, c-fam, like family.org. We've got a bunch of stuff up about the World Health Organization right now. CFAM.org with the dash in there. Austin, I appreciate you, brothers. Nice to have you uh, back on the show again, my friend. Carry on the fight, brother. Anytime. Thanks for having me. We're going to take a quick break. Then we want to hear from you. The phone lines are open 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Weather brought to you by Rustyak Ford. The heat will back down just slightly for tonight. 76 degrees, a partly cloudy sky, and south winds up around 25 and gusty, and they'll continue to usher in all that humidity. So that'll be around for Monday. Sunshine near 100. The heat index 105 to 110. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. 
I'm Kathleen Maloney. A group of senators has reached a bipartisan agreement on a framework for new gun control measures, and that could spark action by the full Senate. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wrote this, quote, Once the text of this agreement is finalized, I will put this bill on the floor as soon as possible so that the Senate can act quickly to advance gun safety legislation. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. Positive reaction after the CDC drops its requirement for international travelers to have a negative COVID test to enter the U.S. Airline and tourism groups are applauding the move after months of pleading with the Biden administration to end the testing requirement. Industry pros say not only did the mandate weaken demand for international travel, it also caused a whole lot of folks travel nightmares. Fox's Charles Watson. America is listening to Fox News. This Father's Day, find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard. From steel chainsaws and blowers to trimmers and edgers, our gas-powered equipment starts at just $149.99. Whether dad wants a hard-working tool for a project or a yard he can show off, find the gift he'll love to use. Visit our Father's Day gift guide at steelusa.com slash giftguide. All prices MSRP. Available at participating dealers. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the Latest updates on the show. Uh, speaking of latest updates, Dave, I, I don't know if you, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of do sort of like a news and commentary. I don't know if you saw the, uh, the Wichita Eagle online on Friday about the Wichita City Council meeting where Brandon Whipple was uh, had, had some interesting news and commentary from a uh, staff member. Did you happen to see that? Oh, is that where somebody's mic was on? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I haven't heard the audio, but I know the story. Uh, in, the, in the middle of the uh, city council meeting, yeah. they were having a virtual meeting with uh, the staff and the mayor, and uh, someone on the uh, Zoom call um, called the mayor a dumb ass. Oh um, no! <laughs> oh no! Yes, uh, someone called the mayor a dumb a dumb person, uh, a, a dumb patootie, and um, oh yeah, apparently, and the uh, the video is hilarious because he hears it, the mayor hears it, and spins around, does a one eighty in his oh, chair. I bet. Yeah, like, what what was that? You know, and and because he he doesn't, he's not sure what he heard. Yeah, but we're all. I mean, it's very clear. Is it? The guy said, whoever whoever it is says, "Oh, go back to being in the legislature, you dumb." Oh, oh no. yeah, it's it's hilarious. Oh. Uh, you have to go look at the right. Wichita I'm Eagles page. You know what? I should put that on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Yeah, we should actually get the audio. We could have it as a new little clip for every time we talk about Brandon Whipple. We could have the city employee calling him a dumb. Person. So, you think he was repri- that person was reprimanded? I think that person was probably if they weren't fired, <laughs> I guarantee they were reprimanded. So, yeah, I'm sure there was a a bit of a talking to for calling the mayor a dumbass. Well, I, I mean, ima- a, yeah. a dumb a dumb person. I can imagine uh, a dumb posterior. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. good. Uh, but you know, and speaking of which, I forgot. I, I I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, Dave. What do you what do you, what I are you forgot, apologizing for? I forgot to. Uh, 
to to wish you a happy Pride Month. Oh well, thanks. I, I forgot to acknowledge you on well, you, and, you and know, wish you happy Pride Month. You wish that to Blake. I did. Yeah. I did. I I well because Blake was being prideful and and right. I wanted to. I'm I'm here celebrating my pride. And I, I want to. I am. I'm. I'm being very got your, prideful. Got your KNSS hat on. I got my KNSS hat on. I got yeah. my my Gadsden flag pin. Right. My and you're 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 being prideful. You got your MAGA hat on and your American flag T-shirt. That's we're celebrating pride. I, I think you're missing the mark there, John. I don't no. think you're getting the whole meaning. It's not. It's Pride Month. I am uh, proud to be an American. Nothing wrong with that. So that's my pride. Yeah. Isn't that what they're talking about? Uh, no. What it's do not. you mean? No. That's Pride no. Month. It's a different it's kind of proud pride. Proud to be John. an American. It's like the song. I'm proud to be an American. That's Pride Month. Yeah. Well, you you know you can be proud every day, but every the, month. That's Pride Month. Isn't that what it means? No. <laughs> Sorry, John. No. <laughs> it's not. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. <laughs> well, you just keep thinking that. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're correct. That's, that's news and commentary. Isn't that what it is? Well, you know, there's commentary. That's that's true, and it's newsworthy. Yeah, absolutely, it's newsworthy. <laughs> So, did you watch the uh, first of what is it six hearings on oh. the uh, U.S. Capitol breach on Thursday night in prime time? I guess yeah. about twenty million people watched it. Yeah, the twenty million people who had nothing better to do. Now, I, you know, I saw it. I mean, I flipped back and forth because uh, there was really nothing on. Right. And I watched Liz Cheney's swan song as yeah. before she shuffles off to not being in Congress anymore. I mean, the last poll has her down by 20 points. Is that right? Oh, yeah. She's going to wow. get her Brandon Whipple kicked. Um, I mean, she's that woman is going to be so out of a job come November. Um, it, it's it's laughable. Uh, but no, I didn't watch it. I mean, look, we've known all along that this was all about trying to blame Donald Trump for what happened. And and again, let's preface this with what happened at the Capitol on January 6th was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. It was, you know, they out of no excuse for it. Terrible thing to happen. It was not a peaceful protest. It started out that way mm-hmm. and it, it, it was not, it didn't end up that way. It was, it was terrible. All that being said, you can't blame Donald Trump for causing a riot. I mean, it, it, he he may have said some things that got people riled up, but he is not the cause. And for them to go around trying to make it like he was personally responsible and conspired with them and, that you know, Donald Trump, they were on the phone with Donald Trump saying, OK, hey, D, where we go next? I mean, it's just asinine. But clearly that's what they're going to try and do. Yeah. Do you think this is going to have any impact at all no. in the midterms? OK. I'll ask you, do you yeah. care about this or do you care about $5 a gallon gas? Exactly. I mean, it's, I, you know, people, I think, I think, and I think you agree, people are worried about how they're going to afford groceries. Right. How they're going to fill up their car. How they're going to pay the bills. Yeah. I, I mean, if you just look, I mean, I, I saw just the other day I was looking and just to kind of compare, and I didn't really have a chance to talk to Dr. Marshall about it much, but meat is up. This is according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. May 2022 versus May 2021. Meat is up 12.3%. Eggs are up 32.2%. Fish up 12.2%. Milk Mm. up 15.9%. Fruits and vegetables up 8.2%. And my favorite, coffee up 15.3%. So all that stuff is up. Right. And, you know, gas prices right now are hovering around five bucks a gallon. Mm Mm-hmm. And well, the, nationally, we just heard a little right, while ago yes. on the news, it's over five dollars a gallon. Right. Five bucks a gallon now, yeah. And these people think that this is what we care about—something that happened two years ago in January—and people have moved on. 
And the people who were responsible are no longer in office. Donald Trump's not in office. Mike Pence is not in office. The election's over. Move on, folks. It's just so asinine that they think that this is what America cares about. And, the, the I mean, yes, you said, what was it, 20, 19 million people watched it? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's probably the people that always watch MSNBC and CNN. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I, I agree. I don't think the average person really cares a lot about it. Um, it, it gets a terrible thing. Yeah. Awful thing. But, you know, people are hurting right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who gives a Brandon Whipple? Who gives a – I mean, it's a dumbass. <laughs> I don't care. What about one more – Topic here, John, a little little lighter topic. Top Gun Maverick oh, yeah. has uh, crossed the $700 million mark worldwide. Woo-hoo. And now they're predicting it could hit a billion dollars. Have you seen it? I have. I, it's awesome. That's fantastic. My wife and I went uh, yesterday. Okay. Went and saw it. It was yeah. awesome. Thought yeah. it was great. Loved the movie. Um, didn't like the guy sitting next to me who didn't know how to eat popcorn without chewing with his mouth oh, open. No, but, uh, no <laughs> it, was, it was a good movie. I loved everything about it. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Um, highly recommend it. You know, I love the fact that they so many uh, nods to the original. Yes. And yet it wasn't just a retread. You know, right. It's totally new storyline. Tom Cruise looks fantastic for his age. Yep. Um, all the you know, they did all their own flying, which is amazing. The, yeah. the cinematography is just fantastic. It's very great, realistic. And it's a great patriotic it movie. Is. It's you know, it's America. It's America. You know, I mean, it's. <laughs> It's just a great film. I, I I'm so glad to see us back doing you know what yeah. what Hollywood should be doing. Let's tell an American story about military and how great it is to be us. And and they didn't do anything woke either. Even right. so much as his Taiwan unpatch on the back of his leather jacket that they put back in. You know, yeah. it's like don't be woke. Just do a good American movie and let's not try and send a message or do no character adjustments. Just run your film. Right. And they did. And I think it was a great movie, and obviously the Americans are responding accordingly. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I read that, like the original, Navy recruiters now are setting up outside of theaters hoping to get kids to sign up to the military because you just get you get so pumped. It pumps, like you said, pumps up the military. It's a great, uh, a great nod to America. So if Navy recruiters are sitting outside a Top Gun recruiting for, you know, the Navy. Right. Who's sitting outside of these drag queen uh, shows uh, recruiting for that? Uh, You had to bring that up, didn't you? I did. Full circle. We're going full (laughs) circle. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll take your call. 316-869-1330. You see what I did there? I went full circle. Plus, I'm in keeping with Pride Month, Dave. You're listening to the John Whitmore Show. (laughs) We'll be back. (laughs) Right after this. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you'll destroy your life. Listen to The Flot Line with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 on KNSS. The Flot Line describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's the Flot Line with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 right here on KNSS. This Father's Day, find the perfect gift for the dad who loves the perfect yard. From steel chainsaws and blowers to trimmers and edgers, our gas-powered equipment starts at just $149.99. Whether dad wants a hard-working tool for a project or a yard he can show off, find the gift he'll love to use. 
Visit our Father's Day gift guide at steelusa.com slash gift guide. All prices MSRP. Available at participating dealers. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. This is the Sean Hannity Show. We have a baby formula shortage. And Joe Biden and his administration's answer is, go to your OBGYN doctor and see if they have any samples in their office. This is not something that you can fix quickly unless you build up something equivalent to Operation Warp Speed for baby formula. Uh, Some kids, by the way, reports are that they've been taken to the hospital because they don't have the baby formula. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Glenn Beck Program. America, you're an idiot. Don't want to be an American idiot. Do you want to... Stop being an idiot. Idiots welcome. Then maybe you should educate yourself. The Glenn Beck Program. Mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. I'm not going to recommend somebody vote for somebody that I don't know to be an America first, make America great again, conservative, and save America conservative because we have enough of those people in Washington. So, you know, people could take shots at me all they want. I know what I know, and I, uh, my vetting process is far more vigorous, I'm telling you, with either Trump or Oz or whoever I happen to support than, than you might imagine. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, tooling around the garage, whatever, homeschooling the kids. This is where you need to be listening. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Pat, thank you for uh, for calling. Thanks for waiting around. You're on the uh, on the John Whitmer show. Country, very very grateful to have a Derek Schmidt out there and and a Chris Kobach interested in our country. And when you see the overfilling of prisons in California and the state prisons of California, you appreciate a Chris Kobach that'll take an interest in who's coming into Kansas and also how they're voting and who is voting. But I want to put a red and grateful for Senator Marshall, too. His dad was a police captain over in El Dorado. He was. And uh, all Kansas raised people. And I was grateful to have him on. He's been down to the border three, four occasions. And uh, he can tell you that uh, 180,000 under a Del Rio bridge is something that raises your eyebrows. And whoever's bringing them in and uh, facilities like Century 2 
like our center at buses that are filled and they're taken to the airport around the clock. I have video of that. I was I'm going to send that to Senator Marshall. MS 13 walks right through. Oh yeah. I knew I knew about their uh, tattoo before most Kansans did. And my dad used to swear in the good Americans eight, nine years to become a citizen. If they had an MS-13 tattoo on their back, it's all from their head down to their back. He would deport them without a hearing. He he was just done with MS-13 type individuals. And they're, they're sworn to kill police officers, if you know anything about the cartels that have moved up through this open border business. That Joe Biden is bringing us into. Pat, let uh, me ask you this: You, you mentioned uh, Chris Kobach. Uh, you've uh, have you had a chance to meet or hear from the other two candidates in the race, Tony uh, Mativi or Kelly Warren? I'm just curious. Uh, obviously, you sound like you're a fan very, of, of Chris, but have you have you talked sure they're to? Very capable, uh, Kelly Warren, and uh, I just have personal experience that I can mention that farmers in my church. Uh, the price of soybean can break them, and that out of that $40 billion that went to Ukraine, millions and millions come through a State Department run by George Soros. They, oh, pay, yeah. the, they pay the debit cards in Mexico City, long lines of Haitians. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate that to uh, Chris Koba, and he immediately picks up on it. And uh, uh, that's just how the seriousness is of uh, who's voting and who's coming into Kansas, uh, that we don't look like the suicidal classrooms of a California classroom needing interpreters in there. Three interpreters for some of the classrooms, Pakistan, El Salvador interpreter, because they have a little bit of a different dialect. And uh, we have real serious issues here with the uh, Klaus Schwab that he's met very secretly. Uh, I was going to say that to to Senator Marshall. I'm going to email him. Secretly in the past three days, Secret Service surrounds the uh, in Washington D.C., 15 Learjets have pulled into Washington D.C. and it's Council of Foreign Relations. And the point I wanted to make is that uh, it's a coup going on right now to leave Joe Biden in while they drain our treasury of 40 billion dollars went to Ukraine, 20 billion just prior to that. Very very serious. And I'm grateful to raise Kansas uh, understanding. It's- grateful to have a nice program like this. To- Thank you. Well, we we appreciate that, Pat. We appreciate you uh, you, you calling in. We appreciate you listening. It's always nice to uh, to have regular listeners, in particular. You know, it's a. Uh, I don't know. He's got a whole bunch of a whole bunch there to uh, to to unwrap, Dave. I, I don't know where to begin. I, I I guess goes back to we do have a, a a lot of good candidates on the ballot. You know, he, he mentioned Schmidt. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I like Derek. Uh, I think Derek will be a fantastic governor. I, uh, of course, the bar is set pretty low when you look at Laura Kelly. Uh, but, it, you know, the attorney general's race, you know, Blake obviously wasn't going to weigh into it. He's an elected official, so it's a little tougher for him. Right. But I think that's going to be a fascinating race to watch with those three candidates going mm-hmm. back and forth. I mean, that Pachyderm Club debate the other day, on the policy, they're all pretty much the same. You know, they're all conservative on on a lot of platform issues. Um, you know, they've all got – we've had them all on the show, and I'm sure we will have them all on the show again. So the nuances are going to be how they would govern, how they would manage their office, what they would make as their higher priorities. 
Um, obviously, some Kelly Warren in particular is making an argument about electability. Hmm. Um, Tony says, you know, quality qualifications for the job. Chris says, you know, I'm going to make more of an issue of fighting back against Joe Biden. So it just depends on what the voters think are going to, you know, what what you want in your attorney general. What do you think is going to put one of them over the top? Is there an issue that, that would do that? I don't know if it's issue so much. I think, obviously, first and foremost, name recognition. I yeah. mean, Kobach, like it or not, he's got high name recognition. Right. I mean, there a lot of people, I don't know, many people don't know who Chris Kobach is. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a major issue for the other two candidates is just the fact people are going to go, who? Yeah. Um, and so often when people go out to vote, and this is going to be a high turnout election, because of the efforts with the value of them both amendment, it's going to get people out there to vote. Yep. And so there's going to be people that are just going to go, oh, who the name do I recognize? Oh, I've seen that Kobach name, You're and right. they're going to vote. That's an advantage. It's an advantage, yeah. and that's something they're going to have to overcome, I think. So it'll be interesting. Um, we'll have them on the show again. We'll have uh, we'll have the state treasurer candidates, insurance. We're going to have them all on. So it's, it's fun to watch, and we'll start probably next Sunday. In the meantime... Next Sunday's Father's Day, but in the meantime, have a uh, have a good week and carry on, fellow Neanderthals. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.